0: The Song Confessional Podcast is a co-production of KUT, KUTX Studios, and Good Taste Society. If you like this podcast, the best, most supportive thing you can do is to subscribe, rate, and review it wherever you listen to it. If you'd like to do something else, send your
1: favorite episode to a friend, to a family member, even an enemy.
0: This is Walker Lukens, and you are listening to... (laughs) <laughs> Let me explain to you what we do here at the Song Confessional. So we travel around the country and we collect recordings of people telling us stories anonymously. We call these confessions, right? So we take our favorite confessions, we give them to songwriters and bands who turn them into new, original songs. On this podcast, you hear the confession, you hear that new original song, and you hear an interview with the songwriter. Today we are coming to you live from one of these festivals that we have been at before. It's called ArtsBlitz. It's in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Zach and I are actually in the trailer. Yes, we are. We're here sweating our balls off, drinking day beers, drinking day beers. I'm just gonna put the mic outside the trailer so you can hear the people. I'm I'm looking out the trailer at like maybe maybe four thousand people. Uh yes. Anyway, I'm gonna close the trailer door. Anyway, we're here. Uh, we brought the trailer, and we've taken. What do you think? 30, 40 confessions. Pro- this weekend? Probably
1: something like that. It's been a killer weekend. This is this is maybe the first event that feels
0: almost 2019-ish pre-quarantine style event. Yeah, it does. There's a, there's noticeably little anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and it's truly. It the streets are packed. Uh, we we played we performed yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh people were chilling, hanging out, drinking during the day. It's been so nice. It's been really, really nice. We were here in the fall, uh, at a makeup date for Arts and um it was still a wonderful experience. You you, you heard earlier this year you heard uh, confession in a song from that event. Um from Libby Rodenbow. Yeah. True, yes. Good memory, Zach. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, that was a wonderful event, but that was noticeably more tense than it, this. It
1: was, and probably half as many people. It was you know, the the first movers on vaccines and boosters feeling brave and trying to get out there, but it was it was a very different feeling. It was still a little mm-hmm. timid. People are out celebrating this weekend. It's it's genuinely so nice to see.
0: Yeah. Zach, it's kinda crazy to me that we have never had to do voiceover while on the road for this podcast it's kind of surprising yeah. i actually
1: love that we're doing this in the trailer because yeah, we talk too. about it all the time but you guys don't get to hear what it sounds like and now there might be a weird echo we don't know there's no yeah, we truly some background have no notice. idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> well so so here's the deal we're we're doing this from the trailer because we're just so fucking busy right now and we are in the middle of our hotel magdalena mini season where this is the last episode We've got a new song from the band Hot Flash Heatwave. They came all the way out from the Bay Area to be part of our artist in residence program at Hotel Magdalena. Yeah, that was back in December.
1: Back in December, yeah. Uh, just finished a North American tour on support of their new album Sportswear. They hit some Canada dates. They're headed to Mexico. They're headed to Europe. So
0: plenty of chances to check these guys out. I highly recommend. Uh, you're going to hear more about Hot Flash Heatwave. About the song they created in Zach's interview with Adam, the lead singer, a little later in this episode. But first, got to hear this confession. Confession.
1: Okay, so last night we checked in the Hotel Magdalena. We had our 25-year-old escort meet us.
2: First, I took a lot of ecstasy.
1: She took a lot of ecstasy.
2: Drank too many margaritas. And
1: then the escort came and we had a threesome. And then I took a bunch of mushrooms. We went out with our friend. Went
0: dancing. Dancing. Then came back home
2: to. I I fell asleep
1: and she fucked her friend.
2: And that's about it. And that's that's, the honest truth. That'll make a better (laughs) song.
0: And now here's Trippy Love by Hot Flash Heatwave. So one of the things about uh, recording live in this trailer is that there's no AC. It's sweaty. And the reason there's no AC is that it creates this white noise. Uh, I don't know if uh, you people listening know that about recording, but... You either have to have a very, very nice air conditioning or you have to turn it off because (laughs) it creates this terrible white noise that just eats into everything you're recording. So we're here in uh, 90 degree weather, at least, uh, inside of a old, not well ventilated trailer. And we don't have that good air conditioner that Walker was just mentioning. It's loud as shit. Yeah, so we got to turn that thing off. Uh, I guess we're drinking beers, though. That's cool. Here's a funny thing. So we're in the trailer right now, right? And I'm seeing somebody walk by who gave a confession earlier. And I got really curious what they looked like. So I peeked my little head out the window Mm. when you were still talking. Oh, actually, Aaron was still talking to them. Uh, Just weird things that happen when you're in the trailer. I also love all of the people that... They come up, and you just
1: see like a nose and eyes in the window, and they're just peering at us like we're in a zoo or something, and I guess we kind of are, in a way. We kind of are, a little zoo exhibit, and it's just like, what is this? What are these weird men doing sweating in this trailer in the middle of an intersection?
0: They, I mean, in this festival, they, they literally put our trailer in the middle of an intersection. on Confessional Island. It is Song Confessional Island. That's- I think next year we should get sand and palm trees. <laughs> Okay, so normally right now we would be doing production notes and talking about the making of Trippy Love, which you just heard. But truthfully, Zach talks about it at length with the lead singer Adam in his interview, which you're going to hear right now. Interview. 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 Interview.
1: If you don't mind just kind of introducing yourself for the listeners, let them know who they're hearing.
2: Yeah, this is Adam. I play uh, guitar and sing in Hot Flash Heatwave, and I'm the only one here right now. You mind naming the other members for us? Yeah, uh, there's Ted. He plays bass and sings. Uh, Nick plays drums. We all kind of play like a little bit of everything, though, uh, on recordings, but that's kind of like how we do it live.
1: That's the live setup. Do you guys ever switch instruments live or do you kind of pretty much stick to your stations?
2: Um, we've messed around with switching a little bit, but typically we keep it, um, pretty much in our own little zone.
1: It's nice that you get to kind of spread it around in the studio a little bit though. It's, that's cool that you all kind of play a little bit of everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's like, I think because we write songs individually sometimes, or at least that's how a lot of the songs get started. So it just kind of naturally happened that we, all kind of picked up a little bit of everything. Have you always kind of sought
1: multiple instruments or do you, is guitar like when you write, do you pick up guitar first or does it kind of depend on the vibe you're going for? Sometimes it might start with a bass line or a piano or something like that.
2: Yeah, it is kind of random. Um, I think just like, um, I usually just starts as super like casual, like I'm just goofing around on either like a synth or messing with guitar tones. And I feel like that typically like sparks an idea and then I just take it from there. Um, so yeah, it's honestly like anything goes. You, you tend to kind of seek a sound that
1: you like and then start writing rather than coming in with, you know, sometimes there's a fully formed idea and you sit down, you know exactly what you want immediately, but I know that's, that's more how we do it too. A lot of times is, you know, there's like, Oh, this is a cool sound. Let's play on that a little bit. See what happens.
2: Yeah. I feel like tones are really inspiring for me. Like if I'm going through um, a synth or something and a tone like has a really specific kind of vibe, I feel like I'll like have ideas with it and be like, Oh, this would make a really cool kind of like, line in this style or same with guitar. Um, Ted honestly is really good at coming up with ideas in his head. He's like hella of kind of like a composer vibe where sometimes he'll have like, well, honestly, for this song, like the song we did for you guys, Ted started it and he had a majority of the song just came into his mind. Um, And then we kind of just took it from there after he laid down that uh, initial idea.
1: That's pretty awesome. I'm always so impressed by that. People that can just hear basically a completed version before anything's even down.
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. Like, I mean, the times I've had ideas like that, I feel like it gets lost in translation by the time I'm trying to record it. Like I, I don't know if it's because I'm impatient or what, but typically, if I have an idea in my head, by the time I'm recording it, it's like something completely different. And then, by the if I go through with it, it's like nothing like it was when I originally had the idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Just just being open to letting it evolve, however it happens, rather rather than just stuck on something. I mean, both both versions are so cool in their own right. It's uh, it's great that you guys have those multiple styles to work with you know based off each other
2: yeah i kind of i think like there were times where i was more uh like hard on myself or didn't feel secure about my method but i feel like over time i'm just like uh kind of like leaning into my own personal style which is more like sporadic and kind of like just coming up with stuff on the spot and i feel like it just feels good you know like everyone has their own kind of specialties and mm-hmm. nothing's necessarily better or worse but you can kind of just take whatever you're particularly good at and like evolve that
1: yeah yeah So I mean it seems obvious that you guys enjoy that dynamic with each other I mean you've been writing together for a pretty long time since 2015 is that right
2: yeah, I mean, me and Ted were in a band in high school, so we've been like writing songs since probably like two thousand seven, which is wow. trippy to think about.
1: Yeah, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, going on fifteen
2: years. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: How I I saw online uh, that the the band name came from like a particularly. Hot year in San Fran. I, I kind of wanted you to maybe talk about that a little more. It seemed like there's probably a pretty good story behind the band name. I mean, it's a great band name for one. It's <laughs> very catchy to say. You just want to say it: Hot Flash Heat Wave. It, it comes up <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, do you mind telling us that story a little bit?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was actually before um, we had moved to San Francisco. I think Ted was actually in San Francisco, but me and Nick kind of started the band to play like these house shows that our friends would throw in Davis. Um, And it was like the summer after high school, um, we Nick kind of was spearheading this band because he really wanted to play like this certain style of sound. It, It was a lot different back then, but pretty much he would, make these little tracks like with a drum machine and uh this little casio keyboard and then i would just kind of come up with these rough vocal ideas and then we would just go to shows and i would literally have like a couple words and like a vague melody and it was all kind of just like improv like super just burnt but like energetic stuff Mm -hmm. um and uh Yeah, I remember, like, it would get really fucking hot in, like, the valley and, like, Sacramento area, and I think we just had a lot of that kind of energy on the mind, you know, like, summery, surfy, swimming pool kind of vibes, Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, uh, I, I don't honestly remember exactly how the name came up, but I know, like, Nick had, like, a bunch of names written down, and we just... Eventually landed on that, um, and we're like, this is cool, and we honestly like so the the only people really bring up the whole menopause things like our uh, our lady fan group, like the moms, you know. But that was like literally something that never crossed our mind. Um, but you know, the moms definitely appreciate it. They'll they'll be like, hot flash, heat wave, tell me about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, actually, let me tell you about it. Uh, yeah <laughs> that's funny um, you gotta do something with moms every once in a while <laughs> yeah yeah you know shouts out to the moms absolutely shouts out to the moms for sure <laughs> what is your fan base i mean it seems when i listen to the music it seems like very fresh and kind of young in a really cool hip way but obviously you're connecting with some older fans as well do you do you guys think about that at all when you're writing do you have like a specific target you're going for or is it just like Really, you're writing what you enjoy and what, what is true to yourselves, and it doesn't really matter who the audience is that you grab.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the vibe that we've gone for. like I can't say I've really written a song uh, catering to any audience, but i'm happy I'm happy when anyone listens to the music. I do feel good about like if it is generally like a more youthful crowd just because I feel like the youth is into more like new progressive things Mm -hmm. um but yeah I mean I'm happy when like older people (laughs) like dig our music sometimes I I mean I do literally feel like any parent who's ever talked about our music likes it and sometimes I'm like I wonder if it should be more like something that would weird parents out more but (laughs) <laughs> I do think that like our music's really melodic, like melody oriented. So I feel like it kind of can span any generation. Cause it's like, in the end, if you like a good melody, you'll probably enjoy it.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I would definitely agree. I, I, I don't know if this is a fair critique, but I hear like a, a really nice blend of like new wave and shoegaze. It, it feels new, but it also feels super classic. Like, uh, late 80s early 90s kind of new wave vibe which makes it makes your music feel you know relatively timeless which is why i could see it connecting with both ends of the age spectrum
2: yeah yeah totally we definitely take different uh influences from artists over the years and i feel like especially our latest record um had a lot of that 80s kind of influence that we wanted to incorporate with like certain guitar and like synth vibes and like melodic um and like vocal tones
1: but at the same time I, I wouldn't say it feels like a. you guys don't feel like a nostalgic act at all which is which is part of why i think i personally like it so much it has all of those cool nods to that era while still sounding 21st century
2: cool yeah that was that was the goal <laughs> that's awesome
1: to shift to the, the actual confession and this song that you wrote for the project and everything, what, what, in your own words, what, what would you say this confession is about?
2: Yeah, it was, it was a, a guy and a girl. I forget if they were married or just dating, but <clears throat> they were really just on a debaucherous tip. And they came to the hotel, did like ecstasy or something, and then they went to a club with or actually no they like called an escort to come over had a threesome and then they did mushrooms and went to a club and then they came back in the night later in the night and the guy passed out and his partner like hooked up with her friend or something um it was just like a wild night and uh yeah. i think the reason we chose that one was cuz The other uh, confessions were kind of things we'd written about before, like hella sincere heartbreak. And um, there was another one that was really good too, just about being confused about what to do with your life or like what profession to pick something like that. And like, yeah, they were all great, but I feel like we haven't necessarily written a song just about like a straight up, wild debaucherous like psychedelic night exactly so (laughs) it felt good to just be like this is fun let's let's just see what happens with this one
1: you touched on it a little bit earlier but i want to ask a little more how the song came together you know you you mentioned uh that ted kind of had a (laughs) full idea um
2: yeah i mean i think when we chose that prompt um me and ted kind of talked about the vibe uh, and, like, different sections that would be cool or, like, the energy. And then I forget if it was the first night out or the second, but I remember Ted was just spitballing some ideas and then he laid down, like, the rough kind of foundation for it and, mm-hmm. uh, like, threw some vocal ideas down. And then I kind of took, took the laptop and just went through it and kind of added a bunch of layers and kind of, I kind of took the like producer role and just finessed it. And uh, then once we got it to a point where we were both really happy with kind of the overall layout, um, Ted kind of finished laying down vocal ideas and stuff. And uh, yeah, it honestly came together really quick and easy. I think we just spent like two days working on it maybe three also um we were supposed to play a show in austin that got canceled because one of our bandmates ended up getting covid so we just like hunkered down in the hotel room and we're ordering room service Mm -hmm. and just recording like nonstop.
1: yeah i mean basically echoing what you said about tour too is like the fear of somebody getting covid it happened to you guys during this session. I I remember you, you weren't even able to do the studio session the way we had originally planned.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was funny because we had all these plans for Austin that fully went out the window and we just stayed in our hotel the whole time. Um, But it was also kind of dope in a way because we were just super focused and in this weird bubble, um, and just kind of we're fully living this song
1: but what's the official name of the song uh it's called trippy love it's a good name i also hear that uh apparently the version that we're about to release might not be the completed version yeah
2: uh yeah yeah because um our drummer nick wasn't really part of the process because he was taking a break from the band so now that he's back in the mix he just kind of wanted to spit all some ideas like melodically and stuff so i think we'll probably do a little finessing um but i would say it's uh the majority of it's pretty solid
0: okay so that confession i mean it's uh it's naughty. Th- it's naughty. I think it's the raunchiest one of the five.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were all sexy, but this one definitely, I think, deserves the raunchy, you know,
0: adjective there. It's, definitely. It's just a,
1: a little more on the fringes of acceptability.
0: Yeah. Which I love. Yeah, I love too. I think you know, uh, at the intro episode of this mini season, we talked a lot about how maybe there's something in the something in the air over at Hotel Magdalena that led to all these. Um, sexy confessions sexy hotel i think good cocktails yeah i think that's true i also think that uh it's worth pointing out that since we do have a hand in selecting which confessions get chosen yeah, yeah i guess it wasn't an accident <laughs> maybe maybe it's us that we're actually feeling sexy maybe maybe we're just feeling sexy <laughs> yeah
1: great i'm fine with that <laughs> sweaty and sexy
0: Okay, with that being said, we are sitting out here at this festival. It's, uh, let's see, what time is it? It's 12.15, so the it's technically been open since 10 a.m., mm. and we've taken... Um, at least six confessions yeah, today already. Six to eight, and more or less every single one has had to do with sex or drugs. Yeah. Sometimes both. Sometimes
1: both, yeah. That And then the the occasional struggle.
0: Yes. Have we gotten a struggle on this There's morning?
1: Been a couple, uh, Maybe not this morning, but yesterday. There was yeah, trouble.
0: yesterday. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know. It's something about this booth. I mean, maybe it's a large phallus on top of it, but <laughs> people just come talk to us about sex. Maybe it's handing out free weed is why we hear so much about marijuana, too. I don't know. Do we
1: hand out free weed?
0: Because I no. don't take some of that. No, I know. We <laughs> don't hand out free weed. <laughs> that is false advertising. We also don't have a large dick on top of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right y'all well it's hot in here and i'd love to turn the ac back on for at least 10 minutes before we start taking confessions again uh thank you so much for listening to this mini season we have so much more stuff coming for you this year but we're gonna take a couple weeks off
1: The theme song was written by myself and Walker Lukens, performed by us, as well as a beautiful saxophone performance by the one Topaz McGergal. It was engineered
0: and mixed by Adam Mason. This podcast is produced by me, Walker Lukens, Zach Catanzaro, Aaron Blackerby, Jim Eno, Rylan Kettery, and Adam Mason. It is distributed by KUT KUTX Studios. We really appreciate all of you guys listening to this mini season and all the support that we've felt over the
1: past few months. To echo what Walker said earlier, we have a lot coming up. We're very excited to share it with you all. So please follow along, subscribe, rate, review, and we'll be back soon.